0: hey everybody you know what time it is it's a quarter before noon okay anyways i'm here with my mom say Hi. hey hey people she always waves and you cannot see her so <laughs> but she hasn't she's been mia too for a bit so we brought her on she's gonna talk a little bit give you guys some wisdom you know some some mama tea wisdom you know but anyways, today is National Ice Cream Day, so I hope y'all get your ice cream, because here in AZ, it's 117 degrees, but you better eat it inside, because it's going to melt once you go outside. So please eat it inside, but get your ice cream. Mm. Mm. We did not get our ice cream today. Um, mother over here was supposed to buy us some, but was slacking, so... Better like we're going to have to go later, I think. But anywho, I'm back, y'all. The last time I spoke to y'all was June 24th. That was almost a month ago. Oh, my gosh. So some updates, okay? I talked to you about my apartment. Got it. There were some issues with that, too, which maybe we'll use for another time. Got the apartment. It turned out fine. There's kind of some, uh, what would you say, Mom? There's kind of some... Uh, things that need to be improved yeah yeah. they kind of have neglected my building um but there's only 34 units and they own another property that has uh like 200 units Mm -hmm. so they're not really focused on our 34 unit one but it's pretty nice it has a pool not too many people swim um i see people pass and go um so it seems good and it's just been a chill, chill space. And I'm close to downtown, so I'm able to hit up the local spots, hit up, you know, see the local people, you No, know, paint the town red, but not too red, because, you know, I gotta save some money.
1: <laughs>
0: um, that happened, and I told you about, I told you guys about my car troubles. If you did not listen to the last episode, pretty much my car was overheating, my mechanic uh, did the coolant, did the Freon. I don't even know if Freon is a is a liquid. Is it a liquid? Yes. Okay. He put the Freon in, he put other things. It started getting cooler. It wasn't overheating, but the car was still kind of stalling and it was being kind of jerky. And so I took it to a specialist, a transmission specialist, cause I heard from several people. It was probably the transmission and went to transmission specialist. They told me that it was gonna be $2,700 minimum. That's wild to me. And immediately I started thinking about what I wanted to do and I figured I did not wanna spend close to $3,000 on my transmission. So I put my car to Carvana and that was a mission. Uh, If you guys ever want to buy or trade or sell with them, Maybe ask me first, and I'll give you some wisdom on it. Uh, but, you know, use them at your own discretion. At the end, it ended up being good. But there was some struggles along the way. Right, Mom?
1: Yeah, oh, definitely.
0: I could tell you about those struggles some other time, Strug-le. too. Struggles. And if you guys know, I've had my little Gladys Knight for um, going... It's going to... In January, it would have been five years. Um, and I got her... She was everything I prayed for. So... I was praying for a car that had 45,000 miles or less. I was praying for $6,000 or less. And I was praying for a 2012 or greater. I got everything that I prayed for. The man was super nice. He was a Christian. And then he took my mom and I out to lunch that day. And so the moral of that story is, To pray and be specific about what you want because you can get it. And if you put your faith out there and partner with the Lord, because faith without works is dead, I looked for months for that car. So it wasn't just like I sat down and prayed and wished and hoped. No, my mom and I put time and effort and money into that car, which she helped me save for it. My sister helped me, just, you know, gave me the ability to save. So thanks to both of them. Thanks to Carl, who I bought the car from. Um, so it was good. It was working a long time without any problems, but the last probably year and a half or so, I've been putting more work, more money into it and ultimately decided that I didn't want to invest any more in it. Um, so my little 2004, 2014 Ford Fiesta is now gone. And is going on to a new owner, so they gave me some money for that. Um, and you know, it was a little bit of it was a, it was a little bit rough because um, that was that was my girl, that was my car, that was my first car. Um, so it was definitely hard. That was a loss, but I handled it. I think I handled it pretty well. Um, I didn't cry too much. I cried like I shed like one tear, you know, and then I had to be a gangster and just keep it pushing. Like I tell you guys, keep it pushing. So that, and then, you know, as some of you may know, Mal- Malay left this week, so she went back to Hawaii and she is, you know, doing her thing, doing her job over there at a clinic. So um, if you guys talk to her, send all your love and blessings to her, cause you know, it was a transition. Um, so that was another loss for me. And just kind of grieving that, that time and space that we had together. Um, so that was kind of a big thing, too. And I love her. I love you. Clean with Melefua. If you haven't listened to her podcast, you should because she has some really good wisdom on there. Um, and she makes you laugh, too. And she uses some Samoan words. so You might learn a thing or two. Um, and yeah. And you know what? I'll have her back on the podcast when she comes back here, whenever we reunite. Or maybe I'm going to go there. Who knows? Like a vacation is probably really timely right about now. Um, so yeah, so I feel like that's, that's pretty much the updates. It's been hard. It's been good. It's been, you know, now I'm kind of navigating my life without a car and my mom has been very gracious to help me, uh, with the grocery store and, um, my errands and stuff. So it's been very good and she's been very helpful. So I'm grateful to her. Um, but you know, it it has had its hard moments and... I don't want to relive that again. (laughs) So if I could like not do all of those things all at once again, I will avoid that. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the update and that's why I've kind of been gone for a month. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions or comments or concerns, you know, hit me up, you know, you know what to do. But now we're going to get into it, and mom is going to ask me some questions, and I'm going to respond, and I'll probably maybe ask her some questions in return, but mom, what do you have to say?
1: Well, I've been with you throughout this whole time when you were going through all these things, and you tried to remain as positive as you can. Well, positive according to the world of Liz was pretty positive because, you know, (laughs) Those of you that know her, which I know those that you listen to this know her, she's like a sunshine and she doesn't, it's no different. She, she never changes ever since she was a baby. She's always been like a sunshine. So she's like that. So, um, so what is your advice to other people that are experiencing a lot of loss in their lives? Mm,
0: That's a good question. Um, wow. Uh, I would say, you. um, I think something that you've been telling me lately is like taking it one day at a time. Like I think for people, every situation is different, but if you've experienced loss can be different in any kind of way. And I think I've talked about this before, but Loss doesn't just look like losing someone or a jo- losing a job. Like, it could be that maybe you don't have the same relationship with a friend that you had, or maybe, you know, maybe you had to give up something that you didn't want to give up, or maybe you felt like you lost your voice in a situation. Like, there's so many different things. And so, I would say, just take it one day at a time, give yourself grace. Like, you you are not the savior of the world, you know, there's only one and you ain't it. And I've had to learn this lesson multiple times. And, you know, I think it can get overwhelming when you start thinking about all these different things and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to move from this one place to this place. And I have to do this and I have to do that. And I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. And there's grief. And you're in the process of grieving. Like, I think it's just taking it all those things, taking it one day at a time, being gracious with yourself, knowing that this is not going to last forever um, this is only a season of time, and and usually when you're going through it, you don't want to hear that it's you know, this, it's just a season. It'll be over in a minute. Like you probably don't want to hear that, but sometimes that helps to realize like this is not forever. I don't have to live in this place, and I can just keep on keeping on, and we're gonna be fine, you know. And I think it's just also like. Connecting with those people that are your family, you know, and family, again, is not just your, your blood. It's everyone who you consider in your tribe, your community, but leaning on them when you're, when you're in a rough spot and you don't know what to do, or you just need even a virtual hug. It's nice to depend up. It's nice to call upon those people and say, Hey, like I'm having it really rough right now. Can you pray for me? Hey, can you give me a, like, can you send me a funny picture? Hey, can you? um, walk my dog. Can you help me out? I think it's just calling upon those people, you know? And like, even with my mom, like she would extend herself and be like, Liz, do you need help? And I'd be like, yes, I do. And she would just help wherever she could. She would say, Hey, what do you need me to help with? And I would give her the direction of what to help me with instead of her being like oh i'm gonna help you with this that and the other when maybe i didn't need help with that even though my house was a disaster and i needed help with everything but she let me tell her what what i needed in that moment and i vocalized that you know so yeah what would you say what would what advice would you say to somebody that's going through like grief and loss
1: um everything can be a grief or a loss um Every time you move, you have to get... You find yourself getting rid of stuff and things that were important to you um, at one time are not as important, but they're still important, but you have to scale down because either you're moving into a smaller place or there isn't enough space. And um, the old saying goes, one person's trash is another person's treasure. So nobody can the things that treasure that are treasures to you might not be treasures to someone else Mm. and so that's also a loss and so for me I've went through a lot of things in my life I've lost a lot of things I've moved many times Um, in fact about 20 times in a three-year period so I've, I've had to throw things away important pictures paperwork I've just there's just my life has been crazy so I would just say that things, material items are just things, and the most important things hold on to them, Um, which are people, family, love, God, the rest, well, it might hurt for a little bit, but those aren't the most important things. Uh, So hold on to the most important things. That would be my advice. Mm, that's
0: good. That's
1: good. Um, so what did you learn from all of this list that you experienced over the last, well, really, it's been over the course of the last three months, you've had to make a lot of decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and with every decision came a loss of something, but, but losing your car is a loss of independence. So right. what, what do you have to say about that? Teresa, you're coming at these questions real hard.
0: <laughs> if you didn't know, that's her name, but I probably shouldn't call her Teresa. Um, well, I learned that. I learned that with God that I'm stronger than I think I am. Um, I learned that. Um, I've learned to ask for help. Mm, that's, um, key. that's key. Right there. I've learned that again. I'm not an island to myself. Um, I've learned that my car isn't everything. Um, and it hasn't really fully hit me because they only took it like a couple of days I ago. You. But, you know, like if she was good while well, she lasted, and um, I'm going to be okay. Like, yes, it was a loss, and yes, it's a loss of independence, but, um, you know, this gives me the ability to walk and maybe spend time praying or spend time. You know, talking on the phone or whatever. So, I think in this season, it's given me the ability to learn more about myself and how much I can handle. Um, and that I can, I can be upset, but I'm, I'm not going to live in that. I'm going to be upset and then I'm going to keep it going. And, you know, even on the rough days, I'm still going to say, hey, you know what? I made it through yet another day. So, I'm going to keep it pushing. I'm going to keep it going. Um... And so, yeah, and I learned to just laugh, too. I think that's an important thing is sometimes you just got to laugh. Like, sometimes there would be a lot going on and I would just go on TikTok and just start watching these funny videos because it's it. I feel like it's a way to escape sometimes. And that's why they say that about comedy, like laughter's the best medicine. Sometimes, like, the best thing you can do for yourself is not take everything so seriously. It's just you know what, this is all happening, and I'm gonna laugh, and I would tell my mom, I'm like, I'm just laughing right now, because I don't know what else to do, and if I, if I stop laughing, I might start crying, so I'm just gonna laugh about it, because this is all so ironic that this is happening right now, that, like, I'm like, God, I guess you give your toughest struggles to your strongest warriors, and, um, and, like, again, you, you may be going through a lot more intense grief and loss and maybe you can't laugh right now but you know if you can if you can find a little sparkle speckle of hope and joy in in every day it makes things a little bit less um overwhelming i would say Mm. for me i can't really say for you but for me it makes things less overwhelming okay what would you say about it ma
1: Um hmm. this is a good question. Well, I've lost so many cars. Um I learned not to be so attached to the car, but what I did learn is that um the one car I had I we had for eleven years that I received as a gift from God and a gift from Montel Williams. That was very difficult for me to give up, but I learned how to release things when it was time. And it is a loss of independence because the thing about a car is this, everybody's on board and they say they're gonna give you a ride and their intentions are good. And then when you need a ride to the store, you need a ride somewhere. And by the way, we, it's so hot here, we don't dare go anywhere too far without, without getting a ride. So you call them and they're busy or they can't do it or you have to work around their time. So for me, when I lived in Colorado, I didn't have a car for 18 months. And so I walked a lot or took public transportation. So that also was a sacrifice. That was also a loss of freedom because anybody who knows the bus systems know that they don't always arrive on time
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and it's either hot or cold out there and you have to wait and then um, so public transportation is public transportation. Um, So I understand and so I just want I just want everybody that's listening to know that to be compassion to have compassion for other people is to have walked in their shoes And so I've, I was without a car several different times. So I'm going to do my best to help my child because not just because she's my child, but because I know what it's like to be without a car. Mm,
0: That's
1: good. Um, so do you, do you have a, uh, do you have advice for those people that are in the same shoes as you as how you plan to get another car? Um,
0: well, I think my advice would be, I don't want to make payments on a car. So that's first and foremost what I'm not going to do. If you choose to do that and you have the means to do that, I would say go ahead. I don't really know if I have the means since I just moved to my new place. But what I'm going to do is I already have some savings. So I think I'm going to save a little bit more, uh, maybe for another couple months and then put my, what I was using for my car insurance, put what I maybe would use for gas towards that car fund, um, the Carvana money I just got. Um, I'm going to use that too for the car. So just kind of trying to put everything together. Um, again, being specific about what I want, um, the details and not settling, um, I think that that's important for me because it's easy to go on Facebook Marketplace and find a car that's a 2005 and it has 200 miles on it, but it's only $2,000. I don't don't wanna have to put a bunch of repairs into it too. Like I understand, you know, doing what I need to, oil change, the registration, the this, the that, whatever. But I just gave up a car because I didn't wanna pay the transmission, which almost was 3,000. So for me, I need to save. Um, Mm -hmm. so save, um, find other means of transportation right now, whether that's asking for people for rides, taking the bus, walking if it's close enough, or even, you know, using my online resources, my apps, my whatever to deliver food or, you know, um, all those different things. Um, and, and not, not settling, saving, not settling, Uh, and finding what I'm looking for and I think that's about it what advice do you have ma
1: well I've had many different car problems situations to where I had two brand new cars that I when I first was like 18 years old I got a brand new car then I was a couple payments from paying that off and then I got another car so I had like eight years of payments and then after that I swore I'd never have payments again. Then I got a brand new car as a gift. But since then I've had used cars and I've had a lot some bad experiences with the used cars. Um, and when I was in Colorado, I bought a car that looked nice on the outside but the inside was messed up and it only lasted me three months and I spent like $1,500 for it and it was gonna cost 3,000 to fix. And so that turned out to be a disaster and I was without a car once again and it was just like a headache and a heartache and then I saved $3,000 and I got the car I currently have right now who which brought me across state from Colorado back to Arizona. So it did its job, you know, so I'm grateful to that car um, but you know, these situations with a car is like a headache and a heartache. So mm-hmm. I just, uh, my advice is that if you can pay cash for a car, that's your best because brand new car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it depreciates. Mm-hmm. And then you have that payment for four, five, six, even six years. Some, some of they'll extend you out to seven years, I think. Um, and you're spending a lot of money on interest and ultimately you're probably paying almost double for the car
0: and they don't care they they want you to pay that they want you to they're they're seeing it as like okay you know what yeah like sign with us like no pay no payment down no nothing but they want you to keep paying it because the interest is gonna still be there it's like if you've ever taken out a loan or if you've owned on your if you owed on your credit card or whatever yes, like yes. yeah you can make the purchases yeah you can make it and they'll give it to you but right. you're gonna have to pay it back and like you said it's gonna probably be a lot
1: more than what you pay so don't settle and wait until you have um so you can get the car you want and hopefully you'll be able to pay cash for it um that that's my best advice because i've i've been through a lot with cars and so And really take seriously the, um, um, all the things that come with a car. Because cars are not just the car. It's the insurance. It's, it's always, you know, and you always have to have money for repair. It's always, you know, cars are like babies. There's always something going on. You got to pay for it. So my advice is don't settle. Get the car that you want and do your best to pay cash for it. and, yeah, and that, that I speak from many years of wisdom and many different cars and many different situations where uh, I had to repossessions. So, anyway, trust me, and you'll be wise to save money and wait and get a car cash. Um, cash, cash,
0: cash,
1: So, through this time in your life and season in your life that you've experienced all these things, um... And you've been through much. Uh, what can you tell the people about the other side now? What are you going to do to get across to the other side?
0: Uh, well, I am going to keep remaining positive. And you know what? I look at it and now I'm like, you know what? It was difficult going through it. But now I'm on the other side. I'm like, come at me, life. I got more. I got more fight in me. So I don't really want anything more brought to me right now, but um, now that I'm on the other side, I think I'm in a place where mentally I'm more stable. I can figure out what my next moves are and try to really focus on saving for the car, bettering myself, whether that's emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially um and just kind of planning out different ways now like okay i had my moment of you know sadness and it may come back again because again it's like what we said it's a a loss of freedom so it may hit me again at some point when i want to go on a trip with somebody or when i want to just go to the market like i might be upset because i don't have a car and i made that decision to sell my car to them have them take it and not get another car at this moment so um i think you know for me it's it's being comfortable with that and saying you know what liz you made the decision that was best for you that it caused you the most amount of peace and you're gonna be okay and life goes on so i think it's giving myself that moment to process but also okay Liz, you don't have your car, so what are you gonna do now? Okay, you need to go to the market? Are you gonna call your mom? No, probably not. Okay, are you gonna order DoorDash? Maybe. Are you gonna order Instacart and get your groceries delivered? Maybe. Are you gonna ask a friend? Well, they could be busy, but it's figuring out day by day and figuring out what, what the next move is gonna be, and it might not be the most ideal move, but, you know, doing what I gotta do. Um, keeping it going because I can't, I can't stop just because I don't have a car. Um, and and I've looked at it. I was looking at it the other day and I've had very different seasons of my life. I had a time where I had, here in Arizona, I had no car, but my mom would give me rides. And then there was a time where I had a car, um, but then we would like trade off. And then there was, you know, a time where I like had my car and I had my new apartment but now I have my new apartment and no car. So it's just a different season for me. Um, and recognizing that it is a season, like I said, it's not going to last forever. Um, and so, yeah, just, you know, kind of navigating the new life that is, you know,
1: what would you say for yourself? Um, I too have to make some decision concerning my car. So um, i need to s- start saving again to myself um, but i think that ultimately at the end of the day and that's that's what i want to say to all these all the listeners is that if you know somebody that needs a ride or you know somebody who doesn't have a car or and you do have one you know stop and ask them or call somebody and ask them and say hey do you need a ride to x y and z or do you need a ride to walmart to get some groceries or Pick up their prescription or pick up whatever, whatever, whatever. A car is a blessing from the God, not just for you, but for others. And so use your car as as part of, uh, as part of the blessing that it is to help other people and not just take you from point A to point B, and I just want to give a testimony concerning Liz is that she always loaned her car to other people. She gave me, she let me use my her car to go to work for months, probably about six, seven months, so I could keep my job. And she would take the bus back and forth. work and she she's allowed she's she's given rights to strangers she's given rights to friends she's just she just used her car to bless other people and um, without without much asking for much in return and so I know that God is gonna give her the desire of her heart because she she wasn't selfish with her car when she had it and so my suggestion is just please give somebody a ride. If you know that they need a ride, um, don't let them take advantage of you, but at least ask sometimes if they need a ride to go to the market or something.
0: That's good. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up, but it's always so good with Mama T. You know, she comes through and just brings the tea, and it's like a soothing tea. It's not like a, ooh, let's spill the tea. It's like a like, tea time with mom. Like, it's just it's just so cute and great. And I love my mom. But anywho, this is your July update. And I'll probably come back again. Because, you know what? I'm back in action, guys. I was down but I, and I was out. But I'm not down and out of no more. I ain't on no mo. Okay? So, I love y'all. Follow me on at quarter before noon on Instagram and my personal account, B underscore promise. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any uh, podcast ideas, I want to hear all of it. Because you know we're in season four. And you know that's the fourth quarter. You know. And in the fourth quarter, it all goes down. You're going to get those touchdowns. Uh, it's the only sports analogy I'll use right now in this moment. But I leave you with this two shall pass. And you will cross this mountain. And you will be fine and however long that takes to be fine you will be fine but we love you and we're glad you listened and peace up town.
1: bye everyone